Hello and welcome to BizWell. It's Melissa Botello and I appreciate you listening today. My special guest is Janine Souza and she is a dental hygienist in Silicon Valley. So Janine is going to talk to us a little bit about keeping our gums and teeth healthy as that is part of wellness and well-being. Welcome Janine. Hi Melissa. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited. I know I had to twist your arm like major to get you to sit down. Teeth and our gums are so important and I think people forget all about them. At least I do. There, there were years I didn't actually, well when growing up, my mom didn't have insurance, so we didn't go to the dentist. Right. And the teeth, keeping your teeth healthy and the gum tissue is very important for your body. It can affect, the bacteria in your mouth can affect all parts of your body. Your heart, your um, when you're pregnant, mm. it can cause uh, premature birth. Oh my goodness. Preeclampsia is a problem with the bacteria from your mouth. Okay, so there's lots to get into here. <clears throat> so first tell us uh, why you decided, you've been a hygienist for 20 years, so what made you decide Correct. to get into de- the dentist? field and hygiene specifically. So I was a dental assistant prior for 13 years and I wanted to move on to be able to work on my patient's teeth because I think it's very important for patients to learn how to clean their teeth properly. Most people don't realize every day you need to keep your gums clean and free of bacteria. The biofilm, which builds up underneath the gums, <clears throat> is where it. what is the problem. If you don't keep that bacteria out. out. So you got into it to help people, to help educate them on why the gums and the teeth are important. Today we'll talk about two or three tips for keeping your gums and teeth healthy, how to properly brush your teeth. I'm embarrassed to say that, I don't know, it was some years ago that I went to a new dentist and they just said, listen, I want to show you how to clean your teeth or brush your teeth. And I'm thinking, yeah, right. I've been doing this for 30 years. I know how to do this. But in actuality, how she ended up showing me was not how I was doing or brushing my teeth. So tell us if you can, obviously no one can see us describing it, but how do you properly brush your teeth? Do you take the toothbrush and do circles or what do you do? Right. You would do small circles. On your actual tooth or your gum? Both your gum and your tooth, but you don't want to use pressure that you would cause recession. You can actually cause your gum tissue to move up. That happens Especially to me. if you have thin bone. Thin architecture in the jaw will actually have more recession. So oh if you're gosh. brushing too hard, your gum tissue will move above the line and then you will have a problem with recession and sensitivity. Okay, so for the people who are listening, either for themselves and or their children, because obviously when you have small children, you're doing it for them. So is it the same for adults and children? You're taking the brush yes. and you're actually just making little circles mm-hmm. over each Correct. Two? Correct. Make sure you're brushing for two minutes. That's the Wait, big thing. Wait, two minutes each tooth? Two, no, not each tooth. Oh my tooth. gosh, thank you. Two minutes for the whole process. It should take okay. at least two minutes. So you're take. going into each tooth. Plaque and doing... is very sticky. <clears throat> Help us understand plaque. Where does it come from? Is it like food? Plaque or... is a combination of food, bacteria, and saliva. Oh, that sounds heavenly. So, <laughs> let me have some all... plaque. <laughs> there are some foods that are more sticky on obviously, than others. So So, if you're eating a carrot or apples, that is not as sticky. So it will actually remove plaque that's in your mouth. Oh, interesting. If you're having bread or pasta, that is sticky and that will stay on there. So you need to brush real well when you're eating that type of food. 
All right, so tip number one, we're brushing our teeth for at least two minutes per day. We're taking the time to go over each tooth and go little circles round and round and round. Now, if you have an automatic toothbrush, say the Sonicare or the Oral-B that have the timers on the toothbrush, not all have the timers. Toothbrushes with batteries, I believe. So two minutes, little circles. All right, so tell me, I brush my tongue. Well, absolutely. Do, does everybody not brush everybody, their tongue? And not everybody does, but they should. There's People? bacteria and your on the back of your tongue, Ugh. you need to get way back there, and and there are tongue not... scrapers oh God. that you can. All right, let's go on from the top. So brush your teeth, brush your gums, two minutes floss. a day. Yes, I wanted to ask you about flossing. Dental folks got me hooked on flossing, and now I'm sort of addicted to it. I feel like if I go to bed without flossing my teeth and or in the morning, I just... Flossing is very important. Flossing goes where the toothbrush bristles do not go. So if you're not flossing, you're not cleaning below the gum. No, I know why I got hooked on it, because I got a cavity between my teeth. Yes. Actually, a couple of them, they had just started very, um, you know, tiny, but the person in the office said, you have to be flossing in there because again you can't get your your bristles do not go into that area so flossing is so important if you had to do At, one or the mm, other which everybody should do both but if you had to oh, pick brushing or flossing I, I would say both okay I can't really say because I'm a dental hygienist and I want to promote healthy oh. habits yes healthy habits brushing brushing and, and flossing. flossing at least once a day and if you cannot because you're tired I understand patients are tired in the evening and they fall asleep without flossing brushing and start brushing Brushing maybe after you eat, wait an hour and brush your teeth, mm -hmm. even if it's not before bedtime. All right, so what other tips? So what, probably talk about all the horror stories I always say to Janine, why are you want to look in people's mouths all day? Oh. It doesn't bother but me. But thank goodness we have people like you to do this. Um, so what are some other tips or, or things that, you know, obviously brushing and flossing are the two most important. You know, what other things can we do to improve our mouth, the health of our mouth? Honestly, the brushing and flossing is going to be your best defense against bacteria in your mouth and of the bacteria possibly traveling to other parts of your body. Uh -huh. They're finding that patients with diabetes, arthritis, heart so conditions, bacteria blood pressure, yes, all inflammation starts somewhere. And a lot of times when we're cleaning patients' teeth, they have a lot of bleeding. You can diagnose a lot probably from a mouth. Patients who are pregnant... The hormones react with the bacteria in our mouth and cause a lot of bleeding. We re recommend pregnant patients come in every four months to keep that bacterial load to prevent any problems with later on delivery. So I hear a lot of complain about dry mouth. Is that a condition? Is there anything people can... Dry mouth is very common with several of the medications. Oh yeah, medications, okay. And this um, allergy medication, high blood pressure medications. And is there anything they can do? There are rinses in the stores that you can purchase that will increase saliva flow. Okay, great. There are also gum, gum um, chewing gum that you can use. Although we don't recommend chewing gum too long because now that's another condition that you can affect your jaw and that can cause some TMD. So we don't recommend chewing gum too long, but it will, chewing gum does increase this, uh, stimulates your mm -hmm. saliva flow. There are so many rinses out there that you just need to find one that is good for your mouth. Mm -hmm. There. So tell me about a mouthwash. So a lot of people are addicted to mouthwash. They've got it there. They're doing it three, four times a day. Is there any benefits to using mouthwash? Only benefit to using mouthwash is to have fresh breath and it will rinse out any of the loose bacteria and plaque that you have. So then there is a benefit. There's a, that's the benefit. So you would use it after you actually brush your teeth for just that. Now adding. when I say mouthwash, we're talking about Crest 3D, 
Listerine, okay. Scope, those yeah. particular mouthwashes. Well, they smell like alcohol, so I'm imagining they've got some chemical in there. If you have alcohol, you need to read the labels. Listerine is one that has alcohol, but I believe they also make one that is non-alcoholic. But you determine the bacteria level in the mouth is if you have a lot of bleeding. Oh. There is bleeding in your mouth. Then you then have bacteria. Yes, you have bacteria. All right, uh, people out there, you bleeders in the mouth. Healthy mouths do not bleed. Okay, well, good. Mine's not bleeding right now. So we've got brushing, we've got flossing. We can use some um, of the, what are they called? The drink, the um, mouth rinse. So, what other tips we have to keeping a healthy mouth? Oh, oh, one question before we go to the next or last tip. So, I use a lot of lemon in my water, in my tea. Lemon. And I've heard some things about lemon. What does it do to? Very acidic. Mm -hmm. And I know lots of people like lemon. But I would definitely use lemon sparingly. Really? Because of the acidity. Same with lime? Same with lime. I have yes. lemon and lime every day, yes. multiple times a day. So what, what is that doing to my mouth? Especially if you're prone to sensitive teeth. That will make your teeth sensitive. It removes this thin layer of the enamel. Mm. So it's healthy for your body. Unfortunately, for your teeth, it's not. Okay, here's a myth. Let's um, de debunk this myth, or maybe it's the truth. So when you don't want your teeth to get discolored from coffee or sodas, whatever, or back to the lemon, if you drink through a straw, are you protecting yeah, your teeth? Yeah, if you drink through a straw, the stain will be lower. It'll decrease. It will decrease because it's because not it's not passing right through right. your teeth. Right. I don't know how people but the drink best hot would, coffee with a straw, but the best bet is to not drink them at all. The coffee. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm, the tea, mm. coffee. Yeah. Well, for those who need it, like me, one a day, but. Yeah, I'm not doing a straw. Okay, so that's not a myth. That is the truth. Using a straw will help decrease the discoloration the stain. and stain. Correct. What about baking soda? Here's another myth. Baking, baking soda, soda to remove yes. stains from the teeth. Baking soda is another good. A lot of patients put baking soda and make their own paste hmm. of toothpaste. Put baking soda in their toothpaste. There's toothpaste with baking soda. Mm -hmm. There are also mouth rinses with baking soda. And that will help. And All that right. Will help. We do have another myth debunked. Uh, last thing before we wrap up here from discoloration. All right, so you clean the teeth of folks who are doing vaping. Oh, yes. The vaping. Students and who vape. Stu well, students, oh, yes. children, or whomever, unfortunately. Teenagers, adults who are. And you can tell that they're vaping, vaping because of the one Where they tube. hold the vape pen, it irritates the gum tissue. So they will have swollen gum tissue right at that area where they're holding their pen. Okay, parents. So here's a tip if you want to find out if your kid is vaping. Ask them if you could check out their gums. You want to see how healthy they are. And if you see one area that is swollen on either and to the left or the right of the full smile, if it's swollen or red, you said, that yes. could be an indication they're vaping. Good Correct. tip. Also, dentistry is looking into airway. Airway is very important for patients with sleep apnea. Mm. Oh, so you're detecting sleep apnea in children before 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 they become adults or before something? Before they become adults. The jaw, we are looking into the jaw to see how narrow their palate is and if they would need expansion to allow more airway to pass through with tonsils. If tonsils are too wide, mm. if they look into their children's mouths to see how their airway, how large their airway is, and if they're receiving enough air when they're sleeping, their mouth breathers. 
first if they're breathing through their mouth. Wow, so all kinds of things people could go into their... It plays into grinding of your teeth, clenching of your teeth. So if people are thinking they may be grinding or maybe pre-sleep apnea, they could talk to their dental professional about that, huh? Yes, their dental professional can refer them to their, their doctor who can do a sleep study to find out if it's an airway problem causing their clenching and grinding at okay. night. Okay, good tip. This happens at my dentist quite often. They say they want to do a test for oral cancer. My insurance oh, yes. doesn't pay for it. Oral cancer exam is included in our fees. So there's no extra charge. Regardless of who pays or not, is this a legitimate test and should people... Very, very legitimate test. Important. It's if like a dental swab hygienist or something. Or, or dentist is not looking... Oh, that's a, this is completely different. So our oral cancer exams are where we check the neck and the lymph nodes along the neck. Yeah, they do around, that. Around your face. Right. And inside the mouth. So around the tongue bumps. and behind the tongue. We're looking for discolorations or lesions. Okay. So that would be a physical a test where they're touching oral, yes. in, inside your mouth. That could detect yes. lesions. There lumps. are separate exams okay. where they actually use a machine to detect. Is this the one? You know, I've changed dentists because of some other issues I was having. And this new one doesn't do it. Or at least if they do it, they're not changing so that the charging. But it was something that they were almost like, almost like a swab. Yes. And they We're said, looking for cells? I guess. But I thought, well, why wouldn't my insurance company pay for it? And then it made me think, is this really a legitimate test or is this? It is a legitimate test, I believe. The swab. In our office, we do not do the swab. So you're, in your office, you do? We or, do oral cancer exams. Just by? Visual. Visual and, and feeling in the mouth. Okay. Correct. We do not have a sheet. Well, I'll have to look into that again if I decide an office yes. suggests that. Great information and tips on keeping our mouth. And gums oh, healthy. and there are other ways to look at the airway. Dentists who have the 3D scan to take pictures of the back of the throat and where the air is going through, mm -hmm. that is another good way to determine how much air is going through the throat. Very cool. So thank you, Janine, for joining Biswell today, thank sharing you, your tips for all of our listeners who want a better, healthier, and happier mouth. Thank you, Melissa.